Good evening and welcome back to COJ Roleplaying. I'm your host, Deuce, and with me tonight I have Graham. We're finally underway. Hello, all. Eric. How's it going? Steve. <laughs> so much shit to do. <laughs> hey, Mark. Let's get ready to rumble. All right. So, everyone, grab your 20s. We'll roll and see who gets a recap from last game. 10. 16. 20. 8. Eric! So, you get the pick. Who does it? Oh, I think Nolfri should do it. <laughs> Alright. When we last left Nolfri and his party of adventurers, he had just killed a manticore. He and Hesh's house. So we searched the house for a second manticore we thought might be there, didn't find one. So instead, we started to talk to the dead manticore, and surprisingly enough, he talked back. He told us that there were several wyvern and several manticores originally. He says they were working for a lich with the goal of rampaging and bringing its souls. Uh, climbing a tower and using some divine arts, Darius spotted two more wyvern in town. We headed to the near the church where the closest one was spotted, and while looking for it, a manticore attacked us from the sky, and a wyvern joined the fight. Nofri killed the manticore, Nofri killed the wyvern, and the noise attracted another wyvern. Varian killed that one. We headed to near where we came in to be close to where Kilren knew we had been and set up the magical fuck tent to rest in. <laughs> While we were there, Hesha noticed a message from Kilren, noting that he took the refugees to a safer place. Uh, after we napped, we heard a roar and headed towards it to find two manticores breaking a statue of Hesha's father at the fountain that we had passed earlier. Varian killed a manticore, and Hesha killed a manticore, and then we all leveled up. All right. So, from the information you guys got, you guys know that there's at least one more weaver running around the town somewhere. There's only one left. I don't think we need to be stealthy, right? It'll be all of us on it. We can't be outnumbered anymore. We've already taken down a bunch of wyverns. I don't know about you, but I am in perfect health after that long rest in the fuck tent. Yeah. Hesha is also doing very well, unlike how he was before we took a nap in the fuck tent. Yes. All right, can I make a perception check to see if I can hear, sense, smell any remaining creatures? Uh, yeah, go ahead. 23. You hear scurrying off in the distance. That away, boys. As you guys are walking through town. Advancing through town. Advancing through town, I'm sorry. Advancing through town. You guys come up and see another tail. Hanging around the corner, weaving back and forth. I bet that's a wyvern tail. Looks like it. And you can hear it as if it's eating something. Hmm. So Hesha chops off its tail with his axe again, and <laughs> we just go in and murk this thing. Sounds like a good idea. Yep. All right, roll your surprise attack. Uh, okay, well, everyone roll. What are we... All I know is Hesha is trying to cut a tail off. Twenty-two. Twenty-two hits. Oh, that's good. Sixteen. Sixteen? Okay. It is not so much cut off as it is sliced. Oh, wait. I have two attacks. Uh, Sixteen hit. Sixteen does hit. Fifteen damage. It is not totally off yet, but it is hanging just by ligaments. Ligaments. <laughs> Word of the day calendar. Less less of a uh, issue. Yes. So does it notice us? Do we roll initiative now? Oh, yes. You definitely roll initiative now. Four. That's a big I, four for me. I critted for a total of 23. That's a hell of an initiative. <laughs> Isn't it? Ooh, nine. And Barian's off to an early lead. <laughs> uh, Hesha and Nelfry, what are your decks modifiers? Three. Plus one. All right, Barian? Okay, we're going to Eldritch Blast this guy. Right in the ass. Pass Blast. Uh, that's right. Uh, it's a 27 for the first one. And that is a 22 for the second one. To hit? Yeah, to hit. Okay. I'll do that much damage. Uh Three and five for a total of eight damage. All right. Darius, 
Really? Okay. Yes. No. Your, your teammates suck. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. The Warhammer hasn't been working very well, so I'm pulling out the Morningstar, and I'm going to take a swing at him. Uh, but, uh, 20 to hit. Okay. All right. Take this, you. Ooh. Eight damage. Ooh. All right. Uh, Belfry, sir. Okay. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's attack this wyvern with my sword. 24 to hit. 24 hits. Eight damage. Eight damage. Okay. And again. Now, can you roll me a percentile? Ooh, I can. Let's open up that bag of dice. This bag of dice. All right. 75. Okay. Go ahead with your second attack. Okay. Uh, 16 to hit. Okay. And nine damage that time. Nine damage that time? Okay. And it is... Hesha's turn. Is the wyvern's tail still pretty much where it's at? No, it's been moving now. Okay. Um, Hesha's gonna just drop the great axe, uh, grab his trident and go for a good old stab smash with shield. That is 15 to hit. Yep. Seven damage. And then, uh, with the shield, that is 23. Sorry, 24. And, uh, 10 damage. Alright. Now it's the waiver's turn. And he is going to stay here. And he's going to go after Darius. Oh. Poison damage. And I'm assuming nine misses. Nine bounces off my shield. Alright. And it's going to go for a fight attack against Hesha. 25 hit? Uh, yes, 25 will hit. And we'll do 13 damage. Okay. And he is going to fly up 10 feet. Hey. Uh, do they get tax of opportunity? Oh, we should. Oh, yes, he does. So, everybody but Barium gets an attack of opportunity. Cool. All right. Time for another swing. <laughs> crit. <laughs> Damn. I, I am one lower than a crit. So that's, so it's a full, it's a full attack for value of damage plus another roll. Okay. Yeah. So that is going to be 17 damage. Okay. Yeah, I, I do it that way because I don't like having to re-roll double the damage. I just think it's better if you take full damage of the weapon and then do your roll. Darius hasn't crit anything in fucking months. Ever. Curse dice. Don't blame the dice. It, it, it's happened. I think it happened to... Alright, Hesha. Uh, I got 28 to hit. Uh, that is going to be 12 damage. Alright, Nelfry. 24 to hit, and then 12 damage. Oh, Nelfry, how did you take down this waiver? As it was trying to run away, stabbed uh, right in the foot, and just enough for it to bleed out. <laughs> Tried to pin it to the cobblestones. Ninja scroll style. <laughs> <laughs> Little pinprick in the toe. <laughs> Blood sprinkler. Alright, now that you guys have defeated everything that was told you that was in here, what do you guys have? We have to find Krillren and the babies, right? Yes. Um, we shouldn't loot this town. That would be in bad form. I also think that we should, uh, cut down the, uh, the dragonborn that are staked outside of town. Okay, well, hang on a second. Hang on a second. That sounds like a Krillren job. (laughs) An NPC job. Um, Whose authority is this town under? Is this town part of the uh, the kingdom, the Dragonborn kingdom? So there's like a government here that's subordinate to the government in the, you know, the kingdom where we're going to. Like, what's the dealio? This was Hesha's family's summer property. Okay, so... So, um, it was, it was a population of all dragonborn. Well, majority dragonborn. Okay, that, that's fine. My point is, cleanup sounds like a job for the government. Or government contractors with lucrative contact contracts. Oh. Hmm. I I examined the fine print. It didn't say undertaker. Okay. What if we if we 
cut down all these stakes, what are we doing with the corpses? Pirates. We clearly don't have time to inter them properly. Like, are we going to make can... a fire? It's going to take days to, like, do all this and, like, burn them all. And... Yeah, a whole town? We need some sort of doom-based conflagration to take care of them all at once. Or, you know, like, more help. <laughs> <laughs> a lot more help. Um, yeah. I don't know if examining the corpses would yield anything. It's going to make me throw up again. Oh, yeah, that would yield that. I don't know, I think this one is more of a Hesha call. Uh, I understand that things are going to be time-consuming. <clears throat> is there any kind of blessing that you can give to the corpses so that at least we're not leaving them? Uh, yeah, there is, um, but I can, like, do it nine times. I'm more so uh, asking if you could just, like, pray over them to give them, like, non-spell-related blessings. Like, it is possible. The the DM would have to uh, sanction that. There'd be a role. Like, uh, like a last rites. That's all I'm uh, looking for, like, oh, kind of a, yeah. just a, like, non, non-spell-related. Just give them yeah. something, say some words, do a thing, and bless the bodies. So that uh, their journey to the afterlife is not interrupted. It was interrupted by the lich collecting their souls, but never mind. So, God works in mysterious ways. I, yes. I okay. can only do what I can. I will. Uh, Darius will spend some time, pull out the old prayer book, and spend half an hour, forty-five minutes or so. Are you guys all with us? Yes. All of you roll Constitution rolls. Twenty-one. Nineteen. Uh, Puke Town? Okay. <laughs> I got an eight. <laughs> I'll be hanging off to the side then. <laughs> so as Darius is doing last rites, a mass last rites on the field of dead dragonborn, Barium is puking in the background, <laughs> and Kilrin walks up behind Hesha. Uh, Your Majesty. Yes. Uh, the children are safe. They're out in the woods. Uh, gave them a campfire and some preservations until we get back. Okay. Alright, so Darius is doing the last, last rites. Barium is puking off in the distance. Children inform Hesha that the children are safe and they're at a makeshift camp in the forest. Okay, I don't think there's anything more we can do here. Like, the authorities will have to send a, a, a whole force here, a cleanup crew and Police forces and et cetera, et cetera. Yes. Does that mean we're getting back on the road and heading south? The faster we get home, the faster we get somebody to come and clean this mess up. Okay. Sounds like a plan. So you guys are traveling back down? Well, we're going to have to pick up these kids, right? We're not going to leave the kids in the forest? No. Well, right now it's the middle of the night because we took a long rest. Yep. The long rest was like till 10 p.m. or something like that. Then we went back into town, and we've, there's been more fighting, and now it's, what, like, one in the morning? Both that, yeah. So, what are we going to do here? We're not going to travel in the night, are we? We'll wait till morning? Yeah, yeah, we'll wait till morning. So you guys go back to the camp? Yeah, the camp. Have a midnight snack. Some of our uh, boar bacon. <laughs> Jerky. Yeah, yeah. Heated up over the fire. The children are there. They're crying a little bit. All shook up over the issues that just happened. Yes. Maybe uh, your majesty should talk to them and see if they have any information. Because they probably just speak dragonborn. Well, we all speak common. Um, remote community. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll go through the group and try and console as best I can and glean whatever information I can get out of the children. Baron will play uh, like a just gentle, soft music. Something that's kind of lulling to try to get them to sleep. We might not be tired because we've been already resting for eight hours, but something to just help to relax the mood for the kids. As Barium plays the lullaby to soothe the subtle beast, Pesha, what are you asking these children? Um, well, first, everyone that I talk to, I'm going to start with uh, the, trying to just console them and tell them everything's everything's going to be fine now. The monsters have been dealt with. Um, and then I'm going to ask them what they remember about the attack. Uh, the one young girl comes up and goes, don't know, we heard 
uh, noises, and our parents decided that we had to go to the church to go high. Uh, there was this very ghostly looking guy, very scary, dull black and purple robe with very dull silver hair, and then just fire and screams. Then we were all ushered into the basement of the church. Okay, well, you're safe now. We've, uh, we've taken care of the, uh, the monsters that had invaded the town. And we are going to escort you to, what's the name of the city we're going to? Tilverton? You guys are heading to Tilverton. So we'll escort you to Tilverton and make sure that you are taken care of. Going to Shadar Logoth. The one that saved us. He said you were our king? Uh, yes. I am, uh, Heshashis and Deliath. And as soon as you say that, she goes up, she grabs you and hugs you. Aww. And starts crying. I'll give her a hug back. And then the other two run up and hug you as well. Aww. Hugs all around, I guess. The younger boy comes up to you, his arms reached out, and in his palm is a coin. He goes, this is for you. Thank you very much for helping. I'm going to curl his fingers back over the coin and say, it would do me an honor if you just keep this. And then he starts crying. Three kids get to their sleeping bags and fall asleep to Baron playing the lullaby. Shredding. <laughs> Shredding the loot. <laughs> A lot of tap. Pir- pyrotechnics coming out of the neck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Face melted. It's like, it's like a Romstein show. What else am I going to use Major Illusion for? <laughs> old, old Gene Simmons basis. Meanwhile, in Germany, flamethrower hands. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll just take it easy during the night. Okay, so the night is uneventful. Daybreak is starting, and the kids are starting to toss into it. I guess it's more boar bacon, and then we load up and hit the road. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nice, fat, and rich diet. Atkins diet. Naturally smoked, I'm sure. No other way. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are traveling back through the path you guys came to Pearl Hill. Let's go to the fork yeah. in the road and head south. And through the mountains, everything is uneventful. You guys are resting. Traveling, there doesn't seem to be any other travelers on your way to Tilverton. Hmm. Oh, right. Um, two things. Number one, Hesha, why would a couple of wyverns be specifically destroying the statue of your dad? Manticore. Sorry, manticores. Wyverns, manticores, whatever. It's all the same. Um, and two, do we think, uh, Timmy is the lich? I, Really hope that uh, we are not unlucky enough to have drawn the attention of multiple liches. So I'm going to hope that Timmy is the problem. He appeared to us in our dreams, right? So yeah. did the kid's description vaguely match what we saw of Timmy? Roll intelligence. Oh, no. Oh, oh yes. no. Well, I mean... I got a is it just an intelligence roll? Dirty Seven. 20. Dirty 20. Okay. Uh, seven. Uh, Heshen. Uh, 17. Okay. So, Heshen Barium, the description the kids gave you fits the rough description of Timmy that's seen in the dream. Uh, the dwarves, just some dude. Well, uh, you know, we can't remember. Menfolk all look alike. The description fits. I highly hope that we are not unlucky enough to have drawn the attention of two liches. Well, I, I can do this. I can just hold my hand out, and I can major image Timmy standing, like, a foot high in my hand and ask the kids if this is the man they saw. Not, you know, after they've had a good night's sleep and a meal. Good night's sleep, like to eat. So you're going to use a minor image to project Timmy? Well, like a small version, you know, like, not like a full-size, this is an actual person who's coming to kill you. This is, you know. There he is. Make- Get him. <clears throat> He's small now. We can take him. All right. As soon as you show them the image, one of the three cowered behind the other two. 
That's a fair that's a fair indication that yep, that's right. And I'll just smoosh them between my hands and just butterflies come out and just flitter away. <laughs> As for the second part of your question, first uh, part, actually. why sorry, the first as for the first part of your question, why they were destroying specifically the statue of my dad, I couldn't tell you. I guess they were rampaging around town, but it seems a little too co- a little too on the nose. Yeah, a little bit. I I picked up on that too. I just don't know what the correlation between t- what Timmy and my father is. We, we're a good researching bunch. Maybe we can find that out when we get to your home. <laughs> All right. Well, let's keep going. We're on the road. You travel for about a week, and you get into the thriving metropolis of Tilburton. Excellent. All right. I guess we need to find a uh, local governor, mayor, or something. That, uh, yeah. Some authority figures so we can... I mean, we should not be taking these kids if we've been continually running into combat situations and there's a lich after us. Oh, no, we need to find somebody that can take these kids and make sure they're safe. Yes. Someone in charge, perhaps in at the high end of the government, needs to talk to the lower government officials about the situation. Yes. Yeah. Like Nulfry? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They've heard of Nulfry, the famous gladiator. They must have by now. Assuming that the orcs haven't actually managed to get into the local government here as well. Uh, not in the country. Um, like, as we come into Tilverton, I'm assuming there's, like, I'm assuming there's a wall on the city and there's guards at the gate. Yep. So I'm going to ask one of the guards, um, who's in charge and how can I can get a hold of them? Oh, that would be Baron Elverin. How would I get a hold of Baron Elverin? Well, there's a couple of ways. We can send a messenger to get him if it's important. Do you have a crown and anchor in town? Yes. Okay, we will be at the Crown and Anchor. Can you please send a messenger and tell the Baron that uh, Hesha Shestendeliath is here and requests an audience? Roll that guy's intelligence. Okay. Uh, not a problem, sir. I will send out the messenger right now. Do you need me to spell the name? I can write it out for you if you'd like. No, no. A lot of, okay. a lot of S's for a race with no natural lips. You need business cards. So, he sends out a messenger, and, and we will head he to welcomes the... you into the town of Tilburton. I'm always happy when I walk through the city gates and they don't ask me to check my weapons at the gate, because that's hours of work. <laughs> <laughs> Same. We'll head to the uh, Crown and Anchor and do our usual. Yeah, no problem. Show, show, the, bartender, show the, the card, bartender. get some drinks. The bartender does his job. The kids are just astounded of the sights as they walk through the town. I'm going to make sure the kids have some watered-down cider. Just regular cider. There doesn't seem to be any fighting, but everyone will. Perception. Five. (laughs) Natural one. (laughs) Ten. Twenty-one. There we go. So, everybody but Darius misses posts of the great arena battle that is happening in the next couple of days. Hey, Nofri, look! It's our chance for revenge. Is it? (gasps) Yes! Leper Messiah, back at it. (laughs) (laughs) So, we're disposable heroes. (laughs) So, yes, there is a contest happening in a couple of days at the battle arena, just on the other side of Tilburton. Oh, well. Kilren, you're not spoiling this one, or else. <laughs> as long as uh, His Majesty doesn't go into the ring and die, not a problem. Oh, that's why I'm around. <laughs> you can see me. I saved his ass when we were fighting in that other town. Ta- I, be- I believe, actually, I saved his ass. <laughs> uh, Look, we can quibble over the credit. If if I enter this thing, you will stay in. If you wish. The gods demand vengeance. So as you guys continue on to the crown and anchor, you guys can get your cider, the kids are getting watered down cider, and then a messenger about two hours later comes into the crown.
around and Ignis. Looking around for a dragon horn. Hi. <laughs> I'm right here. Are you Master Hashet? I am. Uh, Baron Elrin would like to an audience with you at your next earliest convenience. I'm ready now. All right, if you please follow us. Will do. Um, Krillin, keep an eye on the children. You guys, feel free to come with me if you wish, or wander around town. Up to you. Let's go check out the uh, the um, details for this uh, tournament. Yeah, yeah. I'll go with Heshna. All yeah, right, the dwarves are on their way alone, then. Yeah, the, the dwarves are plenty intelligent enough to uh, hand, handle things. <laughs> you guys got this. Yeah. Tweedle Nofri <laughs> and Tweedle Darius. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can stop you two. <laughs> no. All right, so I'll deal with uh, Hesha and Barium first. Uh, the gentlemen escort you through the town. The town is clean. doesn't look like there's any garbage lying around. It's really well kept. A lot of dwarven architecture, but uh, majority mixed race. Okay, um, as we're walking from the Crown and Acre going to meet the Baron, the way Hesha's walking slowly changes... He starts getting back into the regal royalty mannerisms. He's carrying himself bigger. He's he's portraying the royalty that he is, which under normal circumstances he does not do. Uh, Barian will take his cue and match his uh, energy. <laughs> well, like, basically you're strutting down the street. For the most part. Instead of being seven foot tall, he appears to be eight foot tall. Baron's going to walk, and you would expect this kind of era's hype man. <laughs> I'm going to back you up, but only with words. <laughs> um, Hesha is also out of his pack. He's going, sorry, he's taking his pack off. He pulls a white cape out, hands his pack to you, Baron, and fastens the cape onto his armor. Is this his majesty's cape? Uh, well, it's it's the cape that he wore to functions as a, a prince. Fancy Got it. It's fancy clothes. Mind you, I did not change my tabard or anything, so I'm still beat up and bloody. <laughs> but I got a pristine white cape glowing behind me. All right. Pat goes in the bag of holding. The escorts don't phase when they see the white cape. Almost as if they're not really paying attention. They're not realizing you are, well, at, to their mind, Princess. Yeah. And then you walk up to a, what looks like to be a smaller manor than uh, what you're used to. And the two escorts turn around and one of them goes, by the gods, I am so sorry, your majesty. We did not realize who, who you were. If I wanted you to realize who I was, I would have told you. Uh, please. Oh, go right in. Uh, I will let the baron know that you are here right away. And that he just books it through the hall. And then the other, uh, escort goes, uh, please, your majesty, you and your uh, companion could wait into the parlor here with Thank you very much. I would expect refreshment and perhaps a bite to eat. Right away, sir. Thank you. And he scurries off. The problem is, under normal circumstances, you have zero regal bearing. <laughs> hey, everyone. Goose here. Just letting everyone know that we are starting our mid-roll ad section. So sit back and give a quick listen, and we'll see you guys on the other side. Hey, COJ fans. Guess what? We got ourselves our first sponsor. Our friend Brian over at Reroll Woodworks has sent our crew a fantastic set of dice trays made from all reclaimed woods, and the craftsmanship is fantastic. Take a minute and visit his Etsy shop at etsy.com slash Woodworks to see his wonderful collection. He's got everything from squares to hexagons to even coffins for those vampire players out there. And if you put COJ Pod in the coupon spot at checkout, you'll get yourself an additional 15% off your order. Or you can click the link down below. Oh, hello there. Barry and Cull here. 
Has your rich and fulfilling life left you with money burning a hole in your pocket that if you don't spend, the or government will just take from you? Well, don't worry, my friend. I have just the thing for you, the COJ Roleplaying Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash COJ Roleplaying to sign up. At the bronze tier, for just $3, you'll get early access to our weekly uploaded podcast and receive a podcast shoutout. At the silver tier, for $8, you'll also get access to our exclusive COJ Roleplaying Discord server and your name used for an NPC. At the gold tier, for $12, you'll have access to the raw videos of the podcast. That's right, you'll be able to see the horrible visage of the hideous Shudu puppets this halfling. Oh, come on! I'm a half-elf, not a halfling. There's a significant difference. Yeah, I realize it's in the script. Who wrote this drek anyway? Dolfrey? He can't count past five and he wrote an ad spot? Yeah, yeah, I'll finish the ad. That's right, all this can be yours. Just go to patreon.com slash cojroleplaying and sign up today. Well, I hope you enjoyed our ads, and now, back to the action. Varian, you've never seen Hesha like this. This no, is I... so different. But at the same time... Barian's nonplussed by all of this. <laughs> in fact, Hesha walks into the the, uh, the parlor, and as soon as the door closes, and there's just the two of you in the room, he looks at you and he's like, I fucking hate this shit. Barian's enjoying every second of your uncomfortableness. It's half of the reason why he came. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we'll uh, go to our two door friends. Ooh! So, you guys are investigating how to enter or stipulations. What are the deets? What's going on here? Uh, who are you asking? Well, there was a sign, so I presume that there was some information on the sign. True. Registration will happen a day before the event. Okay. Uh, Fights are one-on-one. Ooh. And it's a round-robin event. Oh, okay. The Uh, purse is a hundred... One hundred gold. Um, What's the entry right. fee? And the the entry fee is two gold, and there are or two hundred entry slots. Yeah, two hundred slots. Two hundred slots. Hmm. So if we enter this, we could end up fighting one another. True. Hmm. Well, there would be one winner. If you guys get to the end, then it's definitely one of you just takes a dive and you split the pot. First is a hundred. Yeah, two gold uh, pieces. There are 200 entry slots. So what? Like, where'd the other 600 go? Yeah, that's right. Should be at least another 700 or 800. Um, okay, so we need a little bit more information here on the um, how it works, because the last tournament we were in, it was like a gauntlet. You didn't get any time to rest. Mm-hmm. So we need a little bit more information. Well, it being like, a round robin, you're not going to fight back to back, right? So it's all practice style. Yeah, I'm just thinking. Who are the favorite locals? Uh, probably have to go to the bar and ask. No, I'm, I'm getting all these answers from the sign. We're gonna keep asking. <laughs> Genius! Found a magical talking sign. Talk, <laughs> you dumbass! How else would I get the information from the sign? You don't. You can't read. <laughs> Maybe Darius is reading it for that's me. That's not my problem. <laughs> um, you can't there, do math either. Are there some city guards around we could find? Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll perception. Uh, 20. Oh, yeah, there, there seem to be patrols just walking around. So I'll approach one of the patrols. Excuse me, the constable. Ah, yes, sir. How can I help you? This tournament that's happening uh, the day after tomorrow... Is there any talk about who the local favorites are? Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a, uh, it's a Dorvin guy. Named, oh, really? uh, yeah. Um, uh, Talia. Talia? Talia. Talian. Talian. Talia. Oh, Talia? Talia. Okay. Like Batman's girlfriend. I, I feel, Goose, that you have missed a Brilliant opportunity to have a null-free impersonator. <laughs> Just oh, throwing it out there. Too. <laughs> Just yes, throwing like, it out. 
like with multiple L's. No. <laughs> no, multiple I's. No. <laughs> Something. Yes. Well, let's uh, find out about this, Talia. Uh, well, you know, my friend here is a famous gladiator. Maybe you've heard of him. Nulfri. The nope. Dare. Nulfri the Brave. Nulfri the... What the heck Conqueror. Nulfri the Destroyer. Nulfri the Scourge of Wyvern Folk. Yeah, uh, the first like, guy goes, no, never heard of you. Oh. The second, the second guy goes, did did you fight Neverwinter? I have. Yeah, this is the guy I've been telling you about for the last two years. <laughs> he, like, fought all kinds of stuff. And then he just up and disappeared and then showed back up again. And my head exploded. You guys have any of that going on here? Um, not that we know of. Oh, that's okay. good. So tell us about Talia. Uh, Talia's a five-year running champ, Ooh. and he does this really cool move, but I'm not going to give you inside information. Why, are you working for the tournament? Maybe. Maybe. Can you help us with the math, then? Well, everybody pays their two gold. Yeah. The pot's a hundred gold. Yeah. And the rest of it goes back into the town. Oh. For what? Uh... Clean streets, running water. Running water? What's that? Oh, yeah, we have these things. It's called aqueducts. They're kind of far from any streams or lakes or oceans. Underground wells. No, no, I mean, yeah, you need running water. We are far <laughs> from natural bodies. Yeah, well, you know, growing up under the mountain when I was a kid, we didn't have anything like that. We had to, like, lick the stalactites. Like, we had to, like, drip it off the roof of the of the cave. Yeah, well, see, we are in the modern age. The best place to collect water from was in your parents' bedroom after a hot night. They got good and steamy in there, and the stalactites dripped away. I don't know anything about that. All right, uh, if that's all you need, gentlemen, we'll be on our way. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll, we'll talk to the sign a little bit more. Okay. <laughs> all right. The sign's not talking anymore. Okay, punch the sign, and we'll be on our way. All right, so now we need to do some investigation of this individual, this Italian. All right. Kidoki, here we go with investigation. Ooh, assist. No, wait, I have a negative two to investigation. I was looking at the player's handbook. I think anyone can assist anybody with anything, regardless of your modifier. Good thing. I, that was my reading of it. I, mean, I, I understand it. You have to at least have one point in it to... Okay, that's fine then. Uh, I got a 16. Intelligence roll. Are you going back to the Crown and Anchor for information? Are you walking across the street for information? Well, the Crown and Anchor seems to be a more reputable establishment. We need to go uh, somewhere a little seedier. Although this town is pretty clean. It might not have like a seedy part of town. Bookmakers, gambling. There's got to be somebody. Let's go down to the gladiatorial pits. There's always a seedy pub. All right. Well, we'll we'll um, we'll start looking. You see a guy in an alley. Hmm. He's probably going to sell us watches. <laughs> Wish I could tell time. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are looking for information on Talia. Yes. All right. What do you need? What do you want to know? Everything. <laughs> well, he's a dwarf. Check. Yeah, we do uh, that. He is a five-year running champion at the. Arena. Yeah, we knew that, yeah. And he has this really weird finishing move. So, yeah, we, we heard that, yeah. And he hangs out over at the, the Crown and Anchor a lot. That's where all the reputable folk hang out, if I understand it. The pillars of society. Mm-hmm. What's, uh, tell us more about this weird finishing move. It's this weird thing. As soon as his opponent is on the ground and he's ready to end their life... This lightning bolt just comes from his hand, and it slices right through the body. Hmm. Hmm. Does it kill them? Yes. I don't see how it couldn't. Okay. Weird. You're sure he's a dwarf and not some kind of dragon? Uh, every time I saw him, he looked like you guys. Everyone could only be so lucky. All right. <laughs> um, anything else I can help you with, guys? Um, uh, All right, I'm off. Yeah. No, no, where does, uh, Baron... What was the guy's name? Elrin. Yeah, where does he where does he live? The Baron? Yeah, where can we find the Baron? Oh, he his manor is 
up a few blocks. You can't oh. miss it. Let's go find Hesha. All right, all right. And then he sneaks back into the alley. Um, I would like to roll, um, now that we're done talking with this guy, I would like to make an insight roll to judge the veracity of what he said. Okay. I rolled a whopping 13. You believe him. Oh, man, that, no, that guy seemed pretty trustworthy. Good, good. All right, so you guys are heading over to the Baron's Manor? Yep. Yep. So back at the Baron's Manor, Hesha and Barium, um, servants come in with trays of desserts. Uh, Your Majesty, this is for you. Uh, the Baron will be with us in about a couple of minutes. I'm not in too much of a hurry, but uh, this will do. Thank you very much. And they bow and dismiss themselves. I'm going to uh, walk over and grab. I will sniff the wines and pick a, a bottle and pour one for me and one for Barion. Uh, with nobody in the room, I just, here, drink it. <laughs> But oh, Hesha, this is all Hesha does, funny story. Hesha does kind of half turn and do a good sniff of the of the glass and then take a sip. It is delicious. It is something that brings you back from balls at the palace, social gatherings as the uh, prince. Um, and then moments later, uh, the door opens and a fat, stocky guy. Uh, Your Majesty. <clears throat> I am Baron Elrin. How may I assist you today? Greetings, Baron. Um, I have a number of things that I'd wish to speak with you about, but first and foremost, are you aware of the town of Pearl Bell? Uh, yes, I do believe that's your summer. It was. What do you mean? My traveling partners and I uh, have just come from Pearl Bell. Recently, it was sacked by a lich, we believe, by the name of Timmy. That is awful. Uh, the town was overrun by Manticore and Wyverns. The vast majority of the adult populace, actually, the vast majority of the populace, were staked out around the city. That That is awful. We have dealt with... The Manticore and Wyverns, we need, we need a force sent to clean up and bury the dead. I'll send a, uh, troop of 20 that I can spare, uh, but that will be leaving us then for, uh, attack if anything happens. Send what you can spare. Just understand that, uh, whoever you send, uh, strong stomachs. It's not a pleasant sight. It's not a pleasant, nothing about it is pleasant. Oh, understandable. Uh, is there any other precautions we need to take? Uh, as far as I know, all of the monsters have been dealt with. All right. I I can't assure you 100%. We were uh, kind of in a hurry to get back to civilization. Uh, second thing, we have three children survivors that were found in the church's basement. I will need somebody to care for them until they can be properly returned to family or somebody. We can take care of that. I will be leaving their uh, safety in your charge. Uh, where are the children now? They are at the Crown and Anchor with my uh, uh, say it. Fucking say it. With my man servant Krillrin. Alright, I will have one of my servants head over there right now to retrieve the children. Uh, Alright. Um, do you have paper and a quill? Uh, yes. Right here on the desk. Okay, I'll, I'll write a brief message to Krillrin saying that I'm sending this person to take the children. All right. Give this to Krillrin so that he knows that uh, these people are from me. They're legit. I understand. He gets a bit jumpy sometimes. Uh, is there anything else we can assist you with? Um, off the top of my head, no. Uh, where are you staying tonight? Because I would be honored if you stayed in our band. I appreciate your hospitality, but uh, my compatriots are of a more genteel variety, and I prefer to stay in close quarters with my associates. So we will your, be staying at the Crown and Anchor. Your associates are more than welcome to come to the manor. Oh, well, 
We have the room. If you would like, I would be totally humble if you joined us for dinner tonight. You know what? I think we might be able to arrange that. I will warn you, though. Um, my companions are rough. I'm sure if they are traveling with your highness, that they should be okay. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I I will return this evening around dinner time. Okay. I will, uh, I'll have everything arranged. Thank you very much. Uh, please stay as long as you need. I do have to get back to you city bit. Oh, by all means. Take care of what you need to take care of. We will see you at dinner. He bows, turns around, and he uh, leaves the I'm composing a small little story that I'm titling A King's Discomfort. I think it's going to be a hit. Uh, I'm composing a fight that you're going to be really discomforted with. <laughs> Although, dinner tonight should be fun. <laughs> Can you imagine Nelfry in this place? I'm imagining it right now. <laughs> and it's awesome. That's, part, that's like the second stanza. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, the dwarves are walking through town towards the manor. Uh, as you guys are getting closer to the gates of the manor, you see a, what looks like to be a page, run out and run past you guys, heading towards what you can assume is the Crown of Nature. You think that looked important? It looked like Kilred. Did it? No. Oh. <laughs> oh. Are you sure? I thought he was back at the Crown of Anchor. Yeah, but did you see how tall he was? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and the two dwarves get to the gate of the manor. Um, hey there, um, our buddy Hesh is in there. Uh, we need to talk to him. Yeah, we got some important information. Um, pardon me. I got this, sir. My name is Darius Grundon of Citadel Ventalia. I'm a hammer of tempest, and I bid you let me in. I must speak with Hesha. And I'm Nofri Belgev, champion of the Raven Queen. I killed Fitty Man. Uh, if you could just wait right here, gentlemen. I do have to go and check with the house. What about us? You just stay right here. And he's, he sends a page up to the manor. Does this look like a real posh place? Yes. Okay, so we had Beetroot Treehorn's joint. Yep. And Hesh's summer home, and now yep. we're here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're moving on up. Baron Elrond's manor. Moments later, the page returns and goes, whispers to the guard at the gate and goes, right, uh, this way, gentlemen. His majesty is in the parlor. Uh, this gentleman will lead you to him. But, what? We're not gentlemen, and we're here to see Hesha. Yes, I understand. Thank you very much, sir. Please follow him. He doesn't understand. All right. And the escort leads you into the manor and into a giant parlor where you see Miriam and Hesha having drinks and eating dessert. Ooh. Hesha is not eating the desserts. Hesha, why are you wearing that, like, fancy white cape? Where'd you get that? That was in my pack. You look kind of ridiculous. I know. Did you kill an abominable snowman and make it? Yes, let's go with that. Nice. I hope to fight one someday. They're they're rare. Yeah, especially here. <laughs> So, uh, are these, are these desserts for everybody? Yeah. No, for- have at her, guys. Um, nice. so, like, what, what are you doing here? Uh, well, I talked to the, uh, Baron to, A, make sure that somebody went and cleaned up Carabell. No. We could have handled this a little better, I think. I mean, we could have handled this a little different. When you're under attack and you send a desperate rider to the nearest village to get reinforcements or something like that, you come running up to the town, yelling and screaming, ranting and raving about an emergency. We could have pulled that card, and maybe we'd have got, you would have got in a lot quicker. Possible, yes. But then he wouldn't have had the awkward walk over that I enjoyed so much. Baron, you and I are going to have words. <laughs> so, um, the good news is, we found out more information. We talked to the sign, and a, a very trustworthy guy in an alley. Mm-hmm. So, oh, and a guard. Oh, and a guard, yeah. You know what? I never judged his trustworthiness now, did I? He looked all spit and polished, but you know, these these police types. Anyway, um, the tournament has been won five years in a row by some local dwarf who has some special lightning finishing maneuver. And it kills people. Cuts them in half, it's said, or maybe more than half. And, and you learn this from talking to a side? 
I don't remember if it was the sign or the guy or the guard. Let's go with the sign. It's something about Robins in the tournament. Maybe yeah. I would have been more entertained if I went with them instead of you. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm, it's I'm really awesome now. Strategy. Uh, Nulfri is known here. One of the guards recognized him from uh, his time in uh, Neverwinter. Okay. I'm a strategy of battlefield approach where I'm hoping to manage Nulfri through the tournament and get him to the final. It's one-on-one. Oh, yes. it's one-on-one. Yes. No tag teams. Team competition. So the wheels are in motion. Tempest guides my actions as I will guide his. Registration is the day before the event, and the event is, I think, the day after today. So, uh, we should register tomorrow. Okay. No, yesterday. Uh, and how much is the purse? That's 100 bolts. Well, the guards were explaining that the government takes, like, most of the money. And, uh, so maybe the orcs did make it here after all. I don't know. Yeah, is well, this an orcs manor? So, it's 100 it gold. Is not. Don't, don't we usually make more than that on one of our side trips while we're on our way to somewhere? Uh. But there's no... There's not as much glory as in the gladiatorial arena. Listen here, our, my half-orc friend. The glory to Tempest is where it's at. I'm sure, but aren't you just beating up a bunch of local hicks or something? For a hundred uh, I'm about to... Like, our fellowship needs to save some face from what Krillrin did to us back in uh, Daggerford. ring. That's right. So, I'm I'm behind this. Oh, we might have a no, Dagger Falls. Dagger Falls. Whatever. So Dagger, right. Dagger General yes, You were right. <laughs> Don't listen to Nulfree. <laughs> so we could enter Nulfree in one side of the bracket and then Hesha in the other. And then, like, Baryon can do, like, in between fights, Baryon can manage Hesha and Darius can manage Nulfree and get each get prepared for the next round and the next round and the next round. I don't have any healing magic. <laughs> well, that's your problem. No, that's that's not that's my Hesha's problem. problem. That's Hesha's problem. <laughs> I'm going to be just fine. <laughs> Apparently, in this tournament, people die. So you know. Well, that isn't that isn't clear. Um, this place seems to be pretty spit and polished. So you know, maybe there's like a knockout rule or something. Although this, maybe the final is to the death. Cut in half by lightning sounds like dead to me. <laughs> yeah, that's what uh-huh. the alley guy said too. But I don't know. He was very trustworthy. Maybe then. Um, Sharp lightning. So yeah. So there's might have been some kind of dragon though. I think we were talking about a dragon with the light. Were yeah. you by chance thinking about me? No, lightning, not fire. Right. Okay. Can't wait till dinner. I'm. <laughs> there's dinner. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, so we will be we will be dining with the Baron this evening. He's an orc, right? Uh, no. But we will be dining with the Baron, and we will be staying with the Baron as well. Because we have be a enjoying cave the, in the hospitality woods? of the house. I thought orcs lived in caves. Usually, yes. Okay, good. Actually, it's drow. I mean, above ground caves. Yeah. Not, not like our caves. Sure. Okay, so we're going to stay here. Sweet. Yes. So let's live it up tonight. Well, you are. We are on your expense account. So I mean, what does it matter? Oh, this is this isn't costing me shit. It's all on the Baron. So can can we get someone to register us then? Do we need to do uh, that today? I got, I don't remember. We should we should probably take care of that tomorrow. Okay. I believe is tomorrow the deadline or is today the deadline? Tomorrow. But if it, what time is it? Maybe it's tomorrow. Oh, maybe it is tomorrow already. It's not tomorrow already. <laughs> <sighs> so we had, there are two hundred people in this tournament. We asked who the Baron. favorite was. We were only told one. Varian? Yes, Hesha. Would you kindly poke your head out of the hall and uh, acquire one of the servants that are in undoubtedly waiting there? I will do just that. <laughs> You're going to acquire a servant. Can we get one, too? Yeah, yeah. I would like a groom of the stool. As Varian opens the door to the hall, a servant is standing right there with the back towards the door. His Majesty would let, is in need of your services. Turns around, walks in, he goes, Your Majesty, what can I do for you, sir? Uh, Darius. Are you going to tell him, or is, is, is Varian going to tell him? Darius and Nulfri both may or may not notice that Hesha's demeanor has changed 100%. As soon as the servant walks in, he's he looks like he's eight feet tall. He's in command of the room. 
No, no. D D Darius is waiting for Hesha to tell the servant that he now works for Barian. I, I'm going to look at the servant and be like, uh, would you be so kind as to send one of your people out to the the gentlemen that are running this tournament that you're offering in town and inform them that, uh, that you uh, guys want a box? Uh, uh no, actually. Uh, oh, my friend Nolfrey here and myself will be competing. You want to register? Yes. Oh. Are you sure you're honest? Oh, 100%. As you giant. This I is the will of the gods, buddy. I will send in your registration right away. Uh, also, I, I hear there is a, uh, there's an entry fee involved. Uh, it is two gold per person. Uh, oh, uh, excellent. I'll throw a couple gold pieces in a, in a pouch and hand it to him. Like, this will cover both myself and, uh, no free. Sweet. Making money. As you, as you wish, your highness. I'll get that done right away. And when he said, as you wish, what he really meant was... <laughs> Princess Bride. The Princess Bride. <laughs> and he turns around and runs... So, I don't really want to box. I mean, dwarf to dwarf, no problem, but I kind of have a reach disadvantage boxing, you know, tall folk. Can I still I use my weapons? Like I yeah. believe no, he meant we wanted a viewing box to watch oh, yeah. matches. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Makes much more sense. Wait, why would we want a box? No, we clearly want a box. He was going to give us a box to stand on so we could see over, you know, the Dragonborn. I don't want to watch. I want to fight. Well, we are fighting. Good. Thanks <laughs> for paying, too. We're both getting in for half price, so. All right. So, 52 brackets, 50 per bracket. After one bracket, it'll be down to 25. But that doesn't work that way, so there'll be buys for two people yeah. in the first round. Maybe the past winner and the past runner-up or something. So we have to go 24 down to 12, down to 6, down to 3, and then ugh, that kind of makes a mess. When you get to 3, it's probably the past well, round-robin, right? Round not, not yeah, so, so, so winner, and then 2, 4, 8, 16, 32, 64, 128. That's well, That would be single elimination. If it's round robin, then we do prelim fights to get uh, seeded, and then we play in our pools. And then our po from advance from winning our pools to fight the winner of the other pools to eventually fight the winner of all of the pools. With 200 fighters, you're looking at a total of roughly 360 matches. Good times. That's if they fill all the slots. Well, there's a bunch of uneducated hicks around here. I'm sure that they're uh, willing to throw down. You know, they're going to bring the joy of Tempest into their sad little lives. Yes. And Hesha's going to bring the joy of Tempest to all of them. Yes. <laughs> now, whether or not this is to the death is another matter. It's, uh, this place seems pretty posh, you know. Being as it's a round robin, uh, that denotes that it's not to the death because round robin are typically double elimination. So you lose one, then you go into a different pool, and... Theoretically, if you if you lose one and then don't lose again, you can effectively get third place. So, what would happen if like Hesha were to die and get cut in half by lightning? Are we Hesha still is uh, to the, the the Dragonborn Kingdom? Hesha Hesha can't be cut in half by lightning. Pretty sure we just bring him to his sister and she becomes queen. So we just have to. Well, you know what I could do if I can't if I get can't get to him in time to uh, revivify him. And on that note, <laughs> we'll like it there today. We <laughs> are still doing role-playing. Tonight I only takes half damage from lightning. I'm not working. Cram. We're not just playing... We're playing 3D chess here with this strategy. This, this is like beyond the pain. Eric. Guess who's coming to dinner? Mark. No three with the only kill today. Oh, Wyvern. But not excited to be boxing in the tournament. Uh, as we get to any of our social media outlets, linkedin.com slash COJ Roleplay. Uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash COJ Roleplay. If you don't mind, on any one of your podcast sites, uh, uh, just give us a review. Tell us how we're doing. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Um, and then on that note, 